Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process. I'm, of course, I'm your host, Greg Wareham. We got a great show today. So we are doing a Mother's Day special show today, and we have three wonderful women here to talk about being moms, being working moms, and I just want to introduce everyone. Lynn, could you please say hi and tell us about yourself? Hi, I'm Lynn McCabe. I'm from Matasquan, New Jersey. I've been a real estate agent for 10 years. Prior to that, I worked for AT&T and Lucent Technologies for 24 years, and I am widowed with a 22-year-old son. Did you ever work in the Bellworks building in Holmdown? Yes, I did. You I worked did. there twice. Did we talked about this we before. Okay. Uh, we I'm usually shoot the show two there. I'm in building four, which is probably all called something <laughs> I'm in building now. three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Angelica, please kindly introduce yourself. Um, hi. Well, I'm Angelica Arias. I work out of the Ocean Living office. Um, I'm an expert in Tom's River. I've been in the business for a few years. I have two kiddos, Valentina and Giuseppe. Um, they're my pride and joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. Thank You're you welcome. for joining us, Angelica. And Stephanie Chatty. Hi, Greg. Thanks for having me. So Thanks for coming. I'm Steph Chatty. I have uh, three kids. I've been an agent for a year, actually. A year Congratulations. Straight. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And you have three little kids. I have three little kids. I have a little baby girl. She's a year old and a two-year-old boy and a five-year-old boy. Uh, well, thank you. Thanks for taking the time today. Lynn, Angelica, Stephanie, I know that you're all busy. I'm going to get into it uh, a little bit. So I get a question for you. I know that being a working mom is very difficult. Was there ever a time where you weren't in the workforce and you were just at home with the kids? Lynn? Um, I was. I, um, I actually got laid off from Lucent Technologies when Brad was around two. Okay. And I was just looking to go back to work when he was eight. I was sending out resumes. So I was home for six years when my husband passed suddenly. Mm. And then I decided to be home a few more years as we tried to redefine our life. Sure. And when he was 12, I went back to work. Back to work. And that's got to be a big transition. Well, with real estate, you know, I kind of got myself into it slowly. So I tried to be there after school. I chose real estate because... He was a basketball player, and I he played a lot of sports and then focused on basketball. And I was the only parent there to take him and transport yeah. him and root him on. So I had to have something that was flexible. And uh, now Lynn showed me a picture of this guy. He's like 6'6", really good looking. He's, he's got a lot ahead of him, and a great basketball player and an awesome yes, he student. Is. He's a great kid, too. Uh, now, how about you, Angelica? Was there a time where you were not working after having the kids? Actually, yes, I stayed home with the children for six years. Okay. And then one day during, uh, you know, the COVID times, I decided um, with my husband's influence, why don't I become a real estate agent? <laughs> um, so I started taking night classes um, and I became a real estate agent and I went right into real estate straight out of real estate school and came on to Keller Williams. And Stephanie, how about yourself? Yeah, so I stayed at home for little over four years okay. with my kids and you know I really decided that I would wanted to do something more than just staying at home full-time because the kids really do get on your nose <laughs> I mean as much as you love them well it's a just, thankless it's, it's a thankless job when you're home all <laughs> right. the time sure it's just hard to spend 24 hours with them right so then I started doing real estate about a year ago and then I realized that hey I actually really do miss my kids when I'm not home mm -hmm. so I really appreciate that the job's, you know, flexible 
and uh, rewarding at the same time. Uh, that's great, Stephanie. Thank you. Now, I, I'm going to ask all of you a question. And it's a little bit of a loaded question, but what are the challenges associated with it? So you're a mom, the kids are used to you being home, situations where your spouse could be used to you being at home with the kids. Like, what are the challenges when you go back into the workforce? Um, going back into the workforce um, was a little bit uh, difficult at first, but then I decided to set a precedent. And the precedent that I set for my clients moving forward was I set it in this order. We were going to have a work-life balance. So it went like this, mom, wife, real estate agent. And the reason I did that with my clients is so they know that if I have to run to my daughter who is a type 1 diabetic, I could easily do that. I could step away and they know that my children come first. My husband, you know, he comes secondary. I love him dearly. Um, but I need to have that relationship, that foundation with my family in right. order to grow my business and be successful. And I really think that's why I'm super successful because my family is my hub. Right. Well, I have a question for you along those lines. So in, in the real estate industry, as everybody knows, I mean, it's challenging. People expect you to be Johnny or Jane on the spot all the time. Have you ever received any pushback from your clients based on your schedule? Actually, no. What, you know, here's the thing. Your clients don't know what your schedule is, right? Sure. So it's really simple. If you tell them that you know, they want to see a property at 2 o'clock, but you know you have to pick up the kids at 2 o'clock, guess what? That property's not available at 2 o'clock. Sure. So we're going to see it at 2.30. And I think long as you start, you know, if you set up the right what path for your clients, so to speak, and you, know, you don't let them call you at 12 o'clock midnight, and you don't let them guide you, and you're in the driver's seat, you're going to be great. Yeah. You know, you have to be the boss. <laughs> yeah, no, define the expectations and lead the client down the right path. That's fantastic. How about for yourself, Chet, uh, Stephanie? It was called you Chetty. It's your last name. <laughs> A lot of people do. It's okay. So, so what, what are, are some doing? of the challenges that you saw as you got back into the workforce? Three little kids at home. Yeah, it was a really big adjustment. It was, um, you know, I guess for me, I'm still in the starting stages you sure. know, of this adventure so I'm really just trying to set the foundation of my career because it was hard for me when I first started right I always saw these other agents doing a really good job and I'm like well what's happening with me I'm in this business six months now eight months and I still don't have as many sales so it made me you know just take a step back and try to analyze the situation try to figure out what's going wrong or what's going on yeah and so, um, you know, it just, it took me a while to adjust to the fact that this is a long-term investment. Sure. And I need to work on my foundation, work on my basics. I need to design my life so that it sinks in with real estate. Sure. You know? Now, did you find it hard with the, with the kids? Were the kids like, where, where mom, where's mom? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was more challenging for me than it was for them. Okay. Because it really hit me hard. I mean, I have... Um, a two-month-old when I started taking my classes, okay. you know? And after she was born, you know, I started leaving her. And it was, uh, it was new for me because I never left my other two kids. I was there with them 24-7. Sure. So. And I thought I was doing this for my, my kids. And, you know, I thought I was doing this for my husband. But I didn't realize that I was actually doing this for myself. Great. I wanted to do this because... You know, my kids didn't care. They don't care. Right. They don't care. I can be there. I could be playing with them. I could be taking them to the boardwalk, whatever. They don't care. But I'm doing real estate because it is for me. It's my passion. So it was challenging 
for me, just in my head, to get to that mindset where this is okay, you know? Because everybody has this mom guilt. Oh, you're, right. you're doing something for yourself. Or a parent, you know? Everybody has this guilt. You're doing something for yourself, and it's not right. You know, and that was going to be my next question. Do you feel guilty? And the guilt is real. It was. It was. When my daughter turned a year old, you know, I was looking through my phone trying to find pictures so I could make this montage for her. And... Um, it hit me. I was like, I, I missed out on a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing this? I, I really don't need to, you know? But then I just had to realize that, you know, it was a long-term investment. I need to work on designing my life so it works out for me. Sure. And, um, yeah, so that's what happened. That's, that's, that's great. You can't put yourself last. Right, absolutely. You just can't do it. That's great, Stephanie. Thank you for sharing. Lynn, did you have guilt when you went back to work? And I know your situation's a little bit different than everybody else's. I don't believe in guilt. Okay. <laughs> I, I do. Like, I get upset when people feel guilty because I think is if you're always trying to do the right thing and trying to do your best right. and something doesn't go right, it's part of life. Right. But you need to say, ah, I, sh- I can learn from this and move on and, and be a better person. But if you're... If you're listening to your heart and you're doing it for, with with good intentions, then I don't really believe in guilt. I don't, uh, that's I don't such a great perspective guilt. on it. <laughs> that, now, do you feel guilty at all, Angelica? No, I don't feel guilty. I feel amazing that I'm able to give my kids a great life. I'm able to provide for them in so many different ways. Uh, My husband and I have so many different things that we want to do for them. And real estate has allowed me to be able to do all of those different things. I mean, last year we went to Disney for 15 days, paid fully. Thank you, real estate. (laughs) That's great, Angelica. Now, now, Lynn, I know your situation's a little bit different in getting back into the workforce because you're not a single parent. You're an only parent. Yes, I am. And when you're, when you're getting back into the workforce, what were some of the challenges associated with that? I, I didn't, well, I wish I would have come to Keller sooner because I think the training here is phenomenal. That's and great. so I started with a different company. Um, so it was really, really a very slow start for me because I didn't have the right training and the right tools or coaches. Sure. Um, so I always, I always tell Adele, our broker, I should have been here sooner. Um, so, you know, the challenges for me was just getting it going and getting more money coming in. Sure. Um, and COVID hit and my business kind of took off. It was growing every year, but slowly. Um, but it's, it's grown even more since, since I came to Keller. Um, the challenges are sometimes it's hard to set your own schedule. Like you can get up in the morning and say, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this today. And then the phone rings and there's some kind of crisis on some deal and you're going to spend the next three it's or fun. four hours cleaning it up. Right. So you're all, you're constantly juggling your schedule, Sure. but you know, you never know what each day is going to bring. And it's certainly not boring. Uh, and how was the transition for your son? So you, you were home and I know that your husband had passed away. Yeah, my husband died when my son was eight, and I went back to work when I was 12. So he was approaching the teenage years, so the less I was around, the happier he was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what teenager wants their mom around? So um, he, um, he was always really supportive. Like, we have a special relationship because yeah. of the struggle that we went through. Sure. Um, so we were, we've always kind of been a strong team. Mm-hmm. And um, he was always understanding, but I always... 
I always made it a priority. There are probably only a handful of his basketball games that I missed until he went to college. Okay. And I still went to a lot of games. So like that was a priority for me right. to be there for him. Uh, that's, that's amazing, Len. What are some of the uh, advantages of being back in the workforce? What do you like about it? What I like about real estate is I could be home in my pajamas working <laughs> um, and getting a lot done. Right. I don't have to leave the house. I live alone most of the time now. Um, so I, I tend to work out of my home office. And so I'm not under that pressure to get up and get out. And um, so I can be listening to a conference call and getting some other things done at the same time. It just gives me that flexibility. And I'm my own boss. Right. It's liberating. Right. You do it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Stephanie, I'm going to ask you the same question. What are some of the advantages? The advantages of real estate. Well, you know, I'm I'm a new agent, so I I really didn't uh, experience that financial reward yet. But, you know, I understand that there's so many possibilities and I see what it could turn into one day. Right. So I think that just that thought of that is rewarding to me. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. And then Angelica, now I know you spoke a little bit about Disney World. You went for 15 days. What are some of the other advantages? I would say the advantages are being able to be there for my children is the biggest advantage. There's a lot of events that they do, and I'm able to take part in all of those events. I'm able to be part of my community as well, and I think that is the most rewarding thing because other jobs wouldn't allow me at one o'clock in the afternoon to go, you know, see my kids at church, but this job allows me to do that. And that's what I love about it. And what I also love is the fact that I could spend time with my husband. I make my own schedule, which is fantastic. Uh Um, You know, what other job is going to give you that? No job. Right. I can't picture you being at home. We, We talk to each other enough. You're intense and you're a driver. (laughs) so what are some of the other advantages from from working that you see just personally um what fulfillment does it give for you you know as a woman right like i i feel empowering i feel strong i feel like a role model for my children um for my younger siblings my sisters you know they look up to me and i and i really show them tenacity motivation what you can become in life, never, never stop. Just, just keep going and make the goal bigger, grander. And real estate has really done this for me. I've, I've always been a driver, so to speak, but real estate has allowed me to open up this box that I didn't even know existed. Mm. That's, that's great. How about yourself, Lynn? Like, what's in it for you? I know we're trying to make money and do all of that. What personal satisfaction do you get from it? Um, as if, if you're in a position and you're seeing your business grow year by year, even though slowly sometimes, um, you get a sense of accomplishment. Right. Like, I can do this, but I look around and see people um, that are more successful than I am. And I was actually on the phone with one of them like at 8 o'clock this morning, and uh-huh. we were talking about it. One of my friends recently lost her, her husband, and she's in the business. Okay. Um, she happens to have a, a child in college. Um, and she was talking about, oh, my God, it's so hard. I have to do all of his stuff and all my stuff. Like, what am I doing? Right. I'm like, welcome to my world, right? So, um, but for me, um, I, it gave me a sense of accomplishment because I had a really great career at AT&T and Lucent, and I've been able to get up and then go redefine myself and start a second career and be pretty successful at it. Uh, that's great. Thank you, Lynn. You're welcome. 
how do you how do you balance everything, Stephanie? Three little kids. How do you balance it? How do you juggle it? The ball's up in the air all the time. So, I mean, even though I haven't been doing this a long time, right, I did. I've come to the realization that, you know, there is no balance. You really have to design this career to make it work for you. So, I mean, there's a lot of big decisions that I made recently in order to prolong. Do you want to talk about that or no? Um, Sure, we can talk about it. What big decisions did you make recently? So, I really, you know, I'm comfortable with my life. Like I said, I came into real estate because it's something I wanted to do, right? Um, So what we did was, and when I came into real estate, I spent, you know, my weekends doing open houses. I spent afternoons away. I spent time making calls. And it's not a lot of hours away from my kids, but it's enough to make me miss those moments, right? So I decided that... In order for something to change, something big needs to be done. Sure. I ended up listing my house, selling my house, and we did this because I need to put my kids in daycare. That way, I don't feel like I'm missing out on time with them. Mm -hmm. They're taken care of. They're enjoying life. They're building their own relationships that will probably last a lifetime. And we're buying a, uh, we definitely, we're downsizing, Mm -hmm. buying a smaller house, so that the smaller house, the mortgage on the smaller house, plus the daycare, would equal the mortgage on my current house that just sold. <laughs> wow. So, um, you know, it was a big decision, and I don't know if it was the right decision, but, you know, it's more trial and error, see what works and what doesn't. But I feel like, um, you know, it, 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 something big needs to be done in order to change you know, just the mom guilt that I was sure, feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it takes such a strong family unit to be able to make that level of a decision. It's a big deal. Right, yeah. And I'm sure my kids would be happy. I know it's the right decision. You know, I just don't know where it would lead to. I have a pretty good uh, picture of where it could lead to. Uh-huh. You know, having my kids gone for a couple hours a day, a couple hours a day if I make... X amount of calls, right? It would give me a chance to just follow up on the open house uh, clients that I just met. You know, it's just, it's a lot of room. Even a couple hours of day, a day is a lot of room for there to come great success. Sure. You know? that's, fa- that's fantastic, Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that's of great. Course. How do you balance everything, Angelica? You mean the chaos? <laughs> the chaos. <laughs> Um, we got two I, kids. We got a husband. We got all this stuff going you know on. You're what? a driver. I, How do you I, do it? I balance it organically. So basically, as things come at me, like you know, Lyd was speaking. Um, some days, like you, you know, you figure like you have everything together, and then you get a phone call, and there's a disaster, and you need to figure it out. And then, or my child has a disaster, etc. Um, what I do is I I do it organically. So as it comes, I take care of it, and I leverage out what I can. What mm-hmm. I don't need to do, I leverage. I do what I must do. I delegate what I don't need to do. That's one of the things that I think makes me very successful as well. And also, too, just setting the precedent, setting the precedent at home, setting the precedent with the clients, setting the precedent colleagues, vendors, etc. You really need to know that this needs to be done a proper way. Everything needs to be allocated a certain way in order for it to work correctly. And I think that's what allows me to win. What type of things do you leverage out? Um, I leverage out 
anything that I don't need to do. So whether it, you know, be like a transaction or maybe an open house or a showing, if I can't make them, I have to leverage them out. Uh, a cleaning lady, right? So that's leverage. Um, it, these are things that are, sound very basic to most people, but it's, it's something I don't have to do. Right. It makes a big deal because all these things take time. Time's money. Yes. And where's your time best spent? Yes. Right. Lead generating. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so, Lynn, how did you balance everything? So your, your son's now 12 years old. You're back in the workforce, and you got to get him through college and all of that. How did you balance everything as the only parent? Just do what you have to do. So yeah. you get up every day, and you figure out, this is what I have to do. Um, you know, I've always had some coworkers if I was stuck or needed someone to cover me. I always use the approach, help me, I'll help you. Um, that support is really good in my current office in Keller, um, and, and it's helped. So, um, and I didn't really leverage much out, right? right. I, I, did it, I did it all myself. Brad and I were mowing the lawn when he was eight, and you know, I didn't have a cleaning woman until I really started to make some money in real sure. estate. I got a cleaning person. So, but, you know, we just did it all and we did the best we can. And if the house was dirty for the day, the house was dirty. We'll deal with it later on. It's not a big deal. Right. Nobody's going to die, right? (laughs) It's all good. Now, do you find, did you find yourself kind of planning out what you were going to do? I'm a planner. Yeah. Right. So I always, I have to have a plan. My friends mock me because I'm I'm always like, what's the plan? What's the plan? I couldn't tell. (laughs) But, um... You know, it drives my son nuts. And now he says, I'm dating someone and she's just like you. She always has to have a plan. So, um, you know, I'm a planner, but plans are made to be changed. So, right. you know, you just get up and you, you have to be good at prioritizing. So what needs to be done today? Right. And right. then you do that and you move on. Plan, yeah. replan, execute. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, we absolutely. Say something? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I used to, um, you know, I took a, a time blocking class during bold. <laughs> Okay. So during bold, I thought time blocking was, uh, you know, really huge. And I tried it out and it just wasn't working for me. So what I do now is just like on a daily basis, I make a to-do list. And what gets done, gets done. And what doesn't, you know, gets pushed to tomorrow. And it's okay. And that's okay. And it's a, right. Right. Now, how about, are you a planner, Angelica? I'm not so much of a planner, Greg. <laughs> I got to tell you, um, as it comes, I take on the challenges. Yeah, it's the truth. You're just taking it as it comes. Yeah. And setting the right expectation with everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's great. So, ladies, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come right back, and we're going to pick up on the conversation. I think it's great. I have so much respect for all of you. So we're going to take a couple of minutes. We're going to come right back at you. So welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us on Your Mortgage Process. And thank you, ladies, for for joining us today. I get a question for all of you. So why did we get into real estate versus a regular nine-to-five job? Because I could do whatever I want, when I want, Greg. I like it. I like it. Why else, though? Why? Because you don't have the security of money in it. You don't know how much money you're going to make. You do, though, because you are the driver. You can make as much money as you want to make. So as hard as you work, like I tell everyone that's new to the business, even yourself, Stephanie, um, here's the thing. If you work hard and you have tenacity and you keep going and you set your goal, you will achieve that goal. But you need to continue month after month, just like your to-do list, if you're not making that goal, add it to the next month, and you will see those numbers come in. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, for me, it was a little bit different because since I met my husband five years ago, we moved six times already. So we've been moving a lot, and I've had okay. some really bad experiences with 
my own realtors. And then I find myself, you know, watching HGTV. You know, <laughs> You're like, I could do that. Yeah, and then, you know, I, I YouTube these videos about, you know, real estate and houses in Texas and whatever. So I just figured that this is my passion. This is what I like doing. I want to sell houses, and I want to give my clients a better experience than I had. Also, I'm moving every two years, so it really helps me out. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You're not, pay, you're not paying the commission on that one. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and Greg, I wanted to yeah. add, I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but I wanted to add the, the contact of this business. So working with different people, different experiences is something that I really gravitated to myself because I, I am a, you know, I'm a giver, I'm, I'm, I'm a caring person, and I love to help people and I love to see them evolve, whether it's selling their home or buying their dream home. It's something that really brings, uh, you know, like a warming feeling to my soul. That's yeah. great, Angelica. Yeah. Now, Lynn, you were at Lucent for 24 years. Yes. So you could have very well went back into that type of a field. Why did you go into real estate? I didn't want to work for anybody else. If I wanted off and I needed to be with my son, I wanted to be the one making that decision, not somebody above me. You got to be the boss. Yep, I'm the boss. And I it. want the flexibility. And that's really important to me. That's great. That's great, Lynn. And, and I can see it, right? So you go back into the regular workforce. And what now, am I going to get? Two or three weeks vacation? Exactly. And not that I take them at a chunk, but I take them to do AAU and college basketball and stuff like that. So I just wanted to determine my own schedule. You know, and I think that so everyone understands from an audience standpoint, when you look at real estate and being a real estate agent, it's not as if you're working 20 hours a week. You're still putting in the, you know, the 40, 50 hours a week. You're just doing it on your schedule. So you're picking up the phone, Lynn, on Sunday night. Yes. Where if you work a nine to five job, you just have that day off. Yes, I don't, I don't really have a day off, and I, I'm not really great at managing that either. Um, I could have done a better job with that. Um, I think time blocking is a good idea until the phone rings and you have a crisis, right. um, and then you spend a couple hours fixing it. I mean, I look at real estate as you need to be a good problem solver because mm -hmm. in every deal there's some kind of problem that comes up, and you just need to be a good problem solver and get it fixed. Right. So I like the diversity of it, because it's always different. You meet all different types of people from all walks of life. I have listed mobile homes and a $12 million home. I mean, you know, I've done the spectrum, and you just meet all different kinds of people, and that's exciting to me. Yeah, it makes it fun, right? Yes, it people absolutely fun. makes it fun. You know, when people, when, when younger people come in and they, and they talk to me about being a mortgage person, hey, what do you think about it? What do you want to do this for? And I say that not because I don't love what I do, but because I understand that it's a lifestyle choice, just like, just like you three. Like, this is a lifestyle choice. When you're interacting with the public and you're in a service-oriented business, you're always on call. I need that pre-approval right now, Greg. <laughs> it's on its way, Len. Okay. <laughs> but really, I mean, it really is a lifestyle choice, and you have to be comfortable with that. Now, with that, you get this supreme flexi flexibility. I, I got the air quotes going for it. But you have to be prepared to not necessarily go on vacation and not to be able to do what you want to do at the times you want to when it comes down to the needs of the client, right? You got to be Johnny, again, Johnny or Jane on the spot with it. Hey, I have a question for, uh, did you have something you were going to say, Angelica? No. Are you sure? Good. Yes, promise. <laughs> so from a spouse standpoint, I'm just going to give my story for a second. So when my wife, Rachel, went back to work after being home with the kids for 15 years, she went to work and she went all in. 40, 50 hours a week, she was all in. And I was kind of like, 
where'd she go? <laughs> it's like, what happened? And she, she did everything. And you didn't, I didn't really realize it until she went back to work. And that was a real big adjustment for me as, as the spouse. And I, I just wanted to kind of throw that back out there. Did you see any adjustment, Stephanie, from a, from a spouse standpoint? Was it hard for him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was really difficult for my husband. And, um, you know, he, he really supported me in this. And it, it took a lot from us. For, like, just to be honest, I mean, my husband is a police officer. He works mm-hmm. night shifts. And just for me to complete that bold program, sometimes he would stay awake for 48 hours just so I could be there, take care of the kids. He would do everything. And it, it was um, taking a toll on my family. Oh, I felt like I was taking advantage of him, mm-hmm. but he was really just being as supportive as, supportive as he could be. You know? uh, that's amazing. So, I hope my wife's not listening. It did. <laughs> Our family needed to... <laughs> Our family needed to make uh, some big adjustments in order to make this work for our lifestyle. Uh, That's great. How about you, Angelica? Uh, Yes. So my husband, um, I went from being home every single day, you know, doing everything, cooking, cleaning, you name it, down to folding the underwear, right? (laughs) Um, All joking aside. Well, that's a very thankful (laughs) job. (laughs) Hey, listen, when somebody stops folding your underwear, you start to notice. I got to leverage that out. (laughs) Now I do, Lynn. Um, So basically, my husband really jumped into the role and he just jumped into it with, you know, just organically. I use that word all the time because that's just the way it happened. He took it upon himself to really take over, you know, tucking the kids in at bed in the beginning when I was, you know, just figuring out how to do things, how to write a contract. And he went above and beyond. And, you know, he started to help packing with the lunches and things that like I would do every single day that nobody I thought really paid any mind to. But actually they did. And when he saw that I was out of the picture, he said, okay, now I need to step in. And he just took over and he is a blessing every single day. Um, I love my husband dearly. I'm so thankful to have him because without him, I probably would never be able to do this career. Uh, that's wonderful. And now, Lynn, with your son, you're home and you go and he's used to you being there all the time. Like, how did how was that adjustment for him? Um, I, I, you know, we lived in Matt. We were lucky enough to live in Matasquan, right? So it's okay. a great town. And really, in Matasquan, by the time your kid is 10, you don't see them anymore. They're on their bike and they're gone. It's a town with great, you know, parks and beaches and basketball courts. So they're gone. So, you know, it, it, I think it was pretty easy for him. I think by then he was ready. If I was fortunate that I got to still stay home a few years and get us through the tragedy and get ourselves back on our feet again, it would have been, he did not want me to go back to work right after Mike died. So, right. um, and I was fortunate enough to be in a situation where I could do that. So, you know, we just actually went to real estate school when he was 10 took the course, did well in it, never sat for my exam. So two years later, I actually took the course again. And then the next day I went for my, and passed my exam. So, um, so it was gradual because I waited a couple of years. He, he's okay with it. And he's just supportive of you. Yeah, he is. He oh, is. That's great. It gets harder now that he's 22, but <laughs> <laughs> what's for dinner, mom? You're 22 now. What are you cooking for me? So, um, you know, it, it changes. And how great is it for your son to see the success that you've had? It was, um, it's, it's great, and, but he's like, I don't want to do what you do. Um, <laughs> and it was interesting because he was a freshman in college when COVID hit, okay. and he ended his basketball season on a Tuesday. I think we were out in Pittsburgh, 
And I drove home the next day, and then uh, two days later, they shut down the school, and he came home for the rest of the year. So I would be on Zoom calls with my former employer, and, or my former real estate company, and he would hear them, and he would just be rolling his eyes, right? Uh -huh. Like, how do you do this? And this is bad, Mom, right? And he would see my frustration, and it was a difficult time for all of us. And um, once I, right after COVID, um, I switched to Keller, and now he hears me on my conference calls and they, my Zoom meetings, and they just have such a different flavor. So right. he saw my struggles, and he saw me deal with it and make some changes that, you know, I'm with a, in a place that fits my personality better. Uh, that's great. We're happy to have you, Lynn. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how have your kids reacted to everything, Angelica? Um, my kids are mini real estate agents. Uh -huh. <laughs> No, they, um, they have adjusted, you know, it, in the beginning, like it was, um, it was a big adjustment for them because they would see me every single day and then mommy was gone, but then they started to be my accountability partner, right? So I would go on a listing appointment at night and I'd say, well, mommy's going on a listing. They knew I was getting my paperwork together. And then when I'd come through the door, they would look at me and say, mommy, did you get that listing? And I said, I got it. <laughs> and we jump up so and down. Well. <laughs> true, true story. And um, then, you know, they just, they just got it. They just kind of like went right into the role too. It was kids crazy. are adaptable. Amazing. They really are. Amazing. Now, and your kids are little, so yeah, can they do they really even understand what you're doing? Not really. Okay. They just know that, you know, I'm leaving. My older one is five years now. He, he gets really excited because we're in the process of looking for a new house. So he gets really excited. He's like, are we going to go look at this house? I want this to be my house. So, I, you know, it's nice to have that relationship with him. He understands now that I'm not just mommy. You know, I'm a real estate agent. <laughs> my mommy is a real estate agent. He thinks of me as uh, the tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks of me as a tooth fairy because I mean, what, I you got to leave him a couple hundred when you lose that tooth? Because <laughs> I help people find homes, you know. I don't know. Uh, he, he relates the two. <laughs> uh, that's, that's great. What advice would you give to somebody who's a stay-at-home mom or, well, stay-at-home mom that decides yeah. wants to go, that they want to go back into the workforce? What's the best advice that you can give them? The best advice that I would give them is definitely understand that this is a long-term investment. There is no instant reward. So, you know, in the beginning, I felt really discouraged because, like, like you were saying, that there's other agents around you doing a great job. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with me, you mm. know? So definitely understand that long-term investment, do not expect a reward right now, but it's, it is extremely rewarding when you do get to that point. It does take a lot of hard work, and you know, it does take some big decisions, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you definitely need the right mindset and... Um, let go of the guilt. Let go of... Well, it doesn't really go away. Doesn't, does you do, you just Don't allow to. any room for that <laughs> right. guilt. I'm going to call you every week, and we're going to talk about how you have no guilt. <laughs> no guilt. Don't give it space. Oh, it, you, there's that. no it benefit space. from it. Yeah. Right. It'll just chew you up. Yep. There's no benefit. Right. You're I doing mean, your so, best. You know, my way of processing that, right, is really to design myself so that there's no room for that guilt. Good for you. Right. Yeah. So, ladies, what do you, when you're trying to get your real estate license, what's the process evolved with it? And how hard is the test? The process evolved with it. Um, what, 
you know what? Something about doing this real estate course, which I think is great now. I don't know how what used to be, Greg, but you could take it over Zoom. And what I loved about it personally myself was, you know, it's fairly easy. If you call any one of us, we'll be able to guide you and set you up with a school. Um, but as far as that, going on Zoom and blacking out your screen while your kids are screaming in the background and you're making macaroni, <laughs> priceless. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, what's the process that people should expect? Well... I did, a, I did a school locally in Mattisquan. There were only three of us in the class. I That's was the nice. only one that became an agent, but it took me two years. Um, but I did eventually list my classmate's house in Bayhead. So well, it's pretty good. Um, that works out. But I would say, I mean, I was afraid of taking the big test, right? So I took the course and then said I was going to study, which never happened. So then after two years, I had to take the course again. But I just said, I'm taking the test. I finished Friday. I took the test Monday. Just do it. Just procrastinating isn't going to get you to get your real estate license. Just take the course and take the test. I'm getting ready, actually, to uh, get my license in Florida as well. That's so great. I'm going to be going through it again. And I think it's harder. You have to, like, retake the... It's a lot of continuing education in Florida, from what I understand. Right, and there is in New Jersey, too, right? Every two right. years, we have to do 12 credits, so... What's the best advice you could give to somebody, Lynn, that's a mom that wants to get back into the workforce? Well, if you decide to come into real estate, um, you have to, from day one, you need to do, take the right steps, which in hindsight, I wasn't with Keller, so I didn't have the systems and tools that they teach you with Keller. Mm -hmm. um, and this isn't a commercial for Keller. I truly feel this way. Um, and so I'd say, you know, take your test, but choose your company wisely. Understand the systems and tools and education available for you and focus on learning the right way. Maybe consider joining a team to start out so you get trained the right way. There's a lot of things to know and a lot of different skills needed to be, to be a top producer. And you gotta give yourself time to learn those. But use, create a database and use that database to grow your business, which is something I failed to do, which may, it took me longer than to grow my business. Yeah. That's, That's great. Thank, thank you, Lynn. Another great thing I just wanted to add to that real quick is that, you know, I think one of the best things I did when I joined Keller Williams was that I got to know almost every agent in my office personally, and I feel like anytime I have a question, anytime I have a problem, like really I could just pick up the phone and anybody would be willing to help me. So it was really important, and I feel like, uh, you know, to have those relationships with other agents as well. Yeah. And it's not that way at every company. I find Keller really good at that. And Angelica, what's the best advice you could give to someone? Mom, I want to get back into the workforce. I can only fold so much underwear. <laughs> I got to get out of here. They're driving me crazy. Um, I would well. tell them to call me, shameless plug here, 848-219-1409. <laughs> I will set you up. I will sponsor you through Keller Williams. I will answer any questions, invite you to our office meetings where... You know, Greg is there Tuesdays at 10 o'clock once again. <laughs> um, all kidding aside, no, I would tell you to actually know, like everyone's saying here, know what you're getting yourself into. Be prepared to have a work-life balance. Be prepared to work, right? And know that this work is very rewarding and it's very life-changing if you, you get what you put into it. And that's the best advice I can give. So if you're ready to work hard and you're ready to have big rewards, come to real estate, baby. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> Lynn, if someone was uh, looking to purchase a house and wanted to talk to you about, someone needs some consultation about potentially getting back in the workforce, what's the best way to reach out to you? Oh, you can, you can reach my, me by my cell. My cell number is 
3687. There is no question that I think is stupid. If you have a question and you just want to reach out to me and ask it, I'd be happy to, to give it everything to, to help you out. And then how about you, Stephanie? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Oh, definitely. Text me, call me. My number is uh, 908-500-7152. And I'm available 24-7. <laughs> Angelica, I know you don't like giving your phone number out. <laughs> but what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, you can give me a call as well. It's 848-219-1409. You could text me if I don't answer because I'm with the kiddos. I'll get back to you. <laughs> So does anyone have anything they want to add? Anything that we're missing? Happy birthday, and thank you, Greg. You're amazing. Oh, Happy thank birthday. You. birthday. Thank, you. thank you. No one asked me how old I was today. <laughs> You're 26, baby. <laughs> you again. nailed it again, right? I, again, I, I just want to end by saying, Jellica, Lynn, Stephanie, I have a tremendous amount of respect for you, what you do, with the kids, professionally. I know how much dedication, work that it takes. And I don't think that, you know, having been on the other end of it, when my wife's at home, that you always get the, the support, respect as, as women that you deserve. And, I, and I, I appreciate you all so much. I have just a tremendous amount of respect. And thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And thank you, everyone, there for listening today. Greg Wareham from With Your Mortgage Process, Angelica, Lynn, Stephanie. Thanks again. Reach out to them if you need anything, everyone. We'll look forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in and we look forward to catching up with you next week.